Bienvenidos, welcome to Chisme That Matters, a Latina podcast created to redefine chisme by having conversations about topics that matter. We'll be talking about personal finance, mental health, entrepreneurship, and so much more. This is your host, Kim Flo, and with our guest, we will be sharing our historias, expertise, journeys, and even our struggles so we can inspire and move our community. Here, every chisme, I mean, historia matters, and I can't wait for you to listen to them. And if you want some good and real chisme, this is the place to be at. I mean, come on, let's be real. Who doesn't like some chisme? Hola, hello, mi gente. Welcome to another Chisme That Matters. This is your host, Ken Flo. And I am excited because I have not recorded an episode in a few months. And first of all, I wanted to apologize because I've been kind of MIA. But I did say that I was going to take a summer break. And now I am back. I wanted to update you a little bit of what's been going on with me and what's to come and all that good stuff. And as usual, I wanted to be super honest and transparent with everything's going on because this is a Chisme that I actually matters and then I think that it will probably help someone else that might be going through something similar and the title of this episode was supposed to be going through an identity crisis as a Latina in your 30s I know it's like long ass top uh, title but we'll show it out for the promotion but yeah I wanted to talk about experiencing an identity crisis. And I didn't say existential because I feel that I am not going through that. I'm going through some, because I'm, I know that I'm in this earth for a reason, okay? And it's not like, oh my God, what am I doing? No, uh, but it's more about the identity. And I feel that that has shifted for me after a few events that happened earlier this year. And as some of you know, I got stuck in an island in St. Lucia. I got COVID. I did a whole episode. If you have not listened to it, go listen to it. Um, and that kind of marked me a little bit because after that, I started developing health anxiety. And it's something that I never really experienced before. And I didn't even know how to deal with it. So I was put in this um, in this situation that I didn't know what to do. And I don't, if you know me, you know that I'm always trying to improve myself, try to help myself get better and all that. And when I was going through that, I was trying to do it as well, but I couldn't, like nothing was changing. And that was frustrating me because I was used to have control of everything, right? And and that's the thing. I learned to let go. I learned to not um, having that I stopped thinking that I needed to have control of everything, that I had the power to change certain things. Certain things are just there. They're just existing and there's some, nothing that I could do. And I'm not going to um, make the effort or spend energy to change it because it's not my my job, I'd say. Um, so, yeah. So after that, I started uh, seeking therapy, which has helped me tremendously. I cannot thank my therapist enough for helping me navigate this this situation and then these emotions and these feelings that I didn't know what they were, right? And obviously, I'm doing much better. Uh, well, I've been doing much better for a few months already. But in June, uh, my health anxiety started to kick in again. I mean, those intrusive thoughts of like, Oh, what if something happens to me? What if like this? And it always happens because I feel a sensation in my body. For those who have um, experienced health anxiety, 
or aka hypochondriac. <laughs> Anytime that you feel something in your body, you think that it's something nervous, right? You think you think like it could be itching. I'm like, oh no, maybe I have skin cancer. Like that's how it is. And people and I love, but it's not really funny because you're really feeling it and it it just consumes your mind, right? And a lot of people don't understand. A lot of people think it's like, wow, you, you, really? Like, that's nuts. Like, that's crazy. And and that's what I, I want to kind of clarify with people and kind of educate people on this topic because it's not that we're crazy. It's just it's really happening. Like, I am feeling the sensations. Like, I, it's not that it's in my mind. Like, I am actually feeling it. And that triggers for me to start thinking stuff that I shouldn't, right? So in June... Uh, that's where I think more or less I, I stopped posting new episodes. Um, I started to get, uh, I don't remember what it was. Um, oh yes. Headaches. I had this headache for a whole week. I was like, oh my God, I have a, I have something in my brain. I have a tumor, something like that. I went to the doctor, went to the neurologist, went to do, uh, scans and everything is fine. Um, I do have, okay. I do have a pinched nerve because of my neck. Um, and that was it's causing that but i never had those type of headaches so for me something that is not it's not familiar something that i don't know it just scares me okay so i and everything is connected with what happened also in in san lucia because i didn't know what could happen to me i had covid i didn't know how my body was going to react i'm all alone i didn't know what the hell's going on so it was like uncertainty right like uncertainty and 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 the fact that i couldn't control things and once again, I had to apply what I have I have worked with my therapist on in June. And yes, I kind of started having those intrusive thoughts and all that. And I feel I feel off. I feel like it was not me because obviously the headaches were pleading me, right? So I started taking other steps. Okay. I never take really medication, but my neurologist prescribed me medication for the for the nerve, like for the pinch nerve. And I took it for a few days and it helped me. But I also started to make changes in my lifestyle. And the changes were okay, sleeping in the right position. I started taking my magnesium. Um, I started working out and and jogging, running. Running, it I could I could say that it has Save me because I did I couldn't work out before I couldn't dance before and here I am because I was so tired of me letting this intrusive thoughts you know all of this to control me that I was like I I have tried everything but the one thing that I didn't try because I was scared of it was running so I was like, you know what, F it. I put my sneakers on, I put my shorts on, my shirt, and I went and I run. And it felt amazing. I felt amazing. I felt proud of myself. I feel that I, I, I accomplished something. And for you, it may not be a big thing. But for me, because of the things that I was experiencing, it was huge. So I pretty much got addicted to it in a way. Um, I started running almost every day. I was running four to five times a week. And it was something that I was like, no, I got to run. So it was either before work or it was after work. And since it was summer, you know, it was still early after work. So um, it was amazing. It made me feel better. Headaches starting to go away. Uh, they were still there, you know. And and little by little, my, my thoughts were shifting, right? So I was really uh, focused on improving myself. So... I did a lot of things like that. Run, I started to read. 
uh, read, like I, I picked one book per month. So I was like, okay, let me finish this book because I don't know about you, but I used to be the type of person uh, that I'll take a book, I'll read it, I'll, I'll read a few chapters and then I'll put it on the side and forget about it. And I have a lot of books like that. So that I said, no, I'm going to finish a book. That was my challenge for the month. So I started reading before going to sleep instead of like scrolling through Instagram and TikTok, which helped me a lot too. It, it helped me to calm, I guess, my nervous system. Um, I also started taking cold showers and and that has it helped me tremendously too um, because after COVID, I wasn't able to drink coffee anymore. I used to drink coffee every morning. Like that was my routine. But then when I came back, uh, I couldn't, I, no me sabia nada. I couldn't taste it. So I was just like, okay, you know what? Um, I must have drinking it. And, and I, I needed to find something that kind of replaced that, that not so much to wake me up because I will wake up, but it was much of like that routine. So cold showers, replace coffee and it helps me too it helps me to wake me up it helps me to regulate my nervous system um you can google all the benefits from like cold showers and it's it's, it's a thing now for me so all these changes that i made in my lifestyle have become crucial to to help me to be the person that i'm right now and of course the first two months I was great and then I started slacking again in September a lot of things were happening in September I went on vacation my brother came to visit for a week and a half so my routines were off right I mean I try as much as possible to to maintain my routine in in, in Puerto Rico when I went in September and and I, I kind of did right I, I run two days out of the four days that I was there which is pretty good uh the other days I didn't run because we had to wake up super extra early and there was no time to do stuff so uh, and then when my brother was here, it was hard because he was staying in, in my office here, my studio. This was his bedroom and, and he has a baby too. So it was a lot. And, you know, we wanted to spend time together. So it was, I'm putting more excuses than anything else because I could have made the time, but I guess I didn't. So then I started feeling, my body started feeling off. I, I started feeling unbalanced. So then I started to think, instead of panicking, I started to think, okay, what is it that I am doing differently now that is affecting that way that I'm feeling, right? So I started, I started to see, okay, I am not reading as as, as I was doing. I was not, I'm not running. I was not really working out. I was eating whatever, whatever. So I was like, okay, that needed to stop. So now that it's colder here, a little bit colder, I'm not running as much because me muero de frío. So I'm like, all right, what can I do to replace it? So I'm working out at home. I'm like using weights now i'm doing all the things so that has helped me a little bit more i'm trying to eat clean i i have this new challenge that i'm not gonna eat pork for a whole month and that's gonna be hard because i work for a company that makes food with pork okay but i want to do it you know so things like that i i'm trying to notice so why i'm sharing this i'm sharing this because i feel like all of these events have an impact on the person who I am becoming, okay? And, you know, kind of analyzing myself, doing some introspection and whatnot, I realized that, okay, I am 35 years old. And there's a lot of things that as a 35-year-old, as a I wanted to accomplish that I have not accomplished, not all of them, right? So, 
by me not accomplishing the things, it made me feel it made me feel as a as a failure. And that is one of the things that was actually um is one of the the root causes of all this all the things that were happening, my health anxiety, my intrusive thoughts, all this stuff. And I think that has to that that comes with the way we that I was raised, right? The way that I was raised and the way that I thought that I needed to be. And I know a lot of us are in the same boat, right? Okay, I'm Latina. I'm the first child. I am, you know, the one that came here to the United States, go to college. I have to do this. I had to do that. I had to like I lived with myself for a while. I had to help my siblings. I had all of these things that I thought, okay, I have to do, 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 do. And if I didn't do it, it, it was a failure, but it wasn't. Like, who told me that? Who told us that? By not accomplishing something that we thought that we needed to accomplish was a failure. And it's not. It's just like, you just not do it. And that's it. Like, you are allowed to change your perspective. You're allowed to change your thoughts. You're allowed to, to change who you want to be. And if you want to be something or someone to make other people happy, that just leads to misery. That's, everyone may think, oh, that's selfless. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's literally you crucifying yourself. And I realized that. So, one of the things that I, I had to, to let go is that idea that Kim needed to be this because everybody, everyone else see, saw you as this. For example, I, I always been a hustler, right? I always had different side hustles and I have my full-time job. I have my, my, I used to teach Zumba. I, I used to like sell necklaces. I used to do this, do that. And if I didn't want to do one of them or two of them, and like if I had to let them go, for me it was like, oh no, I'm I'm failing, and I can't fail. Like, I, but I don't know why. Like, I don't know why I used to think that. No, actually, I do know why. Because I cared, I guess, what other people saw me or or people thought of me, right? Because I was this superwoman, and I had this the people's. That, that was like my title, right? Like Kim Possible, like literally. Like people used to call me Kim Possible, like, like the cartoon, because I used to do so many things. And for me, that was like a badge of honor. For me, it was kind of like, oh yeah, I can do so many things. Pero yo me estaba muriendo. I was dying, guys. Like I, like I was so tired and I didn't realize that until like this past couple of years, you know? This is this is why one of the things that I have to think the pandemic that happened. I mean, yeah, it was horrible, but the same way, it kind of opened my eyes to a lot of things, and it's been a process even until now. I'm 35 years old, and I'm seeing that, and I love when I see younger women or younger, you know, like the younger generation realizing that they don't have to work so much to, you know, and until like they're tired and, and then they're burnout and all that, because that's what happened to our generation. And I know a lot of my, my fellow, you know, Latinas out there doing their thing, you know, they had gone through something similar. So for me, the hustle was like what fueled me, the hustle was, was, was my identity. It was like having all these hustles, it was just like the best thing. 
So that's one of the things that I have, I have switched in my identity, thinking that hustling, working so hard, working until I'm almost like dying, it's a badge of honor. And it's not. And that's something that it was hard for me because it was who I am, who I, I, I was. I was a workaholic. I was an impulsive hustler. Uh, yeah, and that's the thing. You, you're going to love, but that's that's the thing. And now I'm like, wow, if I don't have this hustle, say I hustle, if I don't have this and I, have, and I don't work so hard on my job, who am I? So in that moment, it was like, oh, my God. That's when I went through my identity crisis. And thankfully, I was going through therapy, and my therapist helped me navigate that. And I learned how to rest. Something that it sounds so, so easy, so simple. Something that you, it's kind of like, okay, let me, let me pee or let me rest. For a lot of us, rest is something that we don't even think about. Okay. And, and I had to, to accept rest or just doing anything, you know, nothing as part of my life. And um, it has been great. <laughs> but in the beginning, it was hard because you feel guilty. You feel guilty that you're resting. You feel guilty that you're not doing stuff or you're not taking the steps to 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 uh, get to the the goal, right? But that's a, that's a fine line, I think. There's a fine line between that because we resting is great, but at the same time, if you want to obtain something, you got to take the steps, okay? But there's always that balance, right? Learning how to listen to your body. So for me, it was hard. For me, I, I feel guilty all the time. I think that was also giving me anxiety. I feel guilty of not doing anything. But then, you know, thinking about it, I was like, Kim, you have worked so hard. You've been working since you came to this country at 17 years old, okay? And you have worked multiple jobs, you know, multiple jobs at the same time. You got through you got, you got yourself through college, you know. You were working at full time while going full time in co uh, college. You know, you 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 have to pay for your own stuff. You have to do this and that. I'm like, I am I'm tired and I feel that I deserve to rest. It's okay if I don't do all these things that everybody else is doing at my age. Like, it's okay. Like, I already did so much in my early 20s. Something that people on their 30s or 40s are just doing now, I already did it in my 20s. So I'm I'm just like, I just want to live life. Like, I just want to chill. I just want to enjoy life and, and, and just be happy. Like, genuinely happy with with who I am and my, my surrounding and and everything else so that's the that's the switch that I made thinking that I deserved to rest that it's okay yeah so that was one thing that I had to switch and and like thinking in my identity right uh my my impulsive side, like my impulsive hustling and, and workaholic, workaholicism, we want a word, I guess. <laughs> and also thinking that I have to take care of everyone, right? It's like, it's like 
people have always trust, not trust, but always put that responsibility in you because you're the, excuse me, the responsible one. And you took that as part of your identity. But now it's kind of like, I don't want to be that. <laughs> I don't want, I, I just want to take care of myself. It, it gets tiring to, to look out for other people, making sure that they're going to be okay. Like thinking that any decision that you make is going to affect their life. But what about my life? What about your life? Like who, who's taking care of your life? Who's taking care of you? You know, there's a, a TikTok trend um, from this movie that I don't know if it says who or interview or something like that. And they, they said, so who takes care of you? And that person responds, me. You know, so it's kind of like sometimes we 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 take care of other people and then we take care of ourselves. And it's and we we tend to leave ourselves on the side because of others. So that was another thing that I had to change or make the switch from my identity that I am not that caretaker, the caregiver, or anything like that. It's like, oh, like, I just want to be me. And it may sound, it may look like a selfish person that doesn't want to take care of their siblings or their parents or this, this and that. But it just comes to a point where it's just, there's no more, um, I guess, let's say, juice or water on the cup that you cannot pour anymore. You got to you got to get that juice for yourself, you know, because if you're not okay, then what else matters? Really? So that's another thing. That's another identity switch, I guess, that I have made. Um, another thing is it's just thinking that I have to keep up with with my peers, right? Because I see a lot of people in my age doing all these great things and I'm just like, oh, what about me, right? And that that, that ties in with my hustling, you know, um, I guess, addiction that it's like, okay, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. Like, yo tenía que estar en todo. Like, I, I have to be everywhere. No, I don't have to be everywhere. <laughs> like, I really don't. I really don't. Um and and learning to say no, learning to put boundaries, learning to to put yourself first. I think that's the the main message here. And I I wanted to kind of share some some stuff that I think that it may help you if you're going through an identity crisis. I feel that we all go through it. So if you're going through it, it's okay. There's a lot of us going through it. We're making, we're switching, we're swifting, we're, 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 we're taking care of ourselves. We're getting to know ourselves. And I think that's the main important, like the most important part is like, if you take the step to get to know yourself more, you're going to go through identity crisis and it's going to feel like shit. It's going to feel like you, you just like, it's going to feel like, like you just, you, you thought that you had all the pieces together and then you just took everything away and it went down. 
it's going to feel like that. It's going to feel like it's your puzzle was apparently okay, but it wasn't, and then you just made a mess. It's going to feel like, like a mess. But that's because you're trying to rebuild yourself. You're trying to, to, to get to know your actual self, and that's a beautiful thing. The process may feel like a little bit shitty, but I feel like the more you you tell yourself that the process is the most beautiful thing, it's going to feel less like shit. <laughs> At least that's what I tell myself or I have told myself that I'm like, okay, I know I know that I need to go through this in order to find this 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 beautiful uh end, I guess. And let me tell you something, it's not going to be an ending. It's a journey. It's really it's it's cliché. It's going to be a journey. You're cuz you're always going to be evolving. Because if you're not evolving, if you're not growing, if you're not changing, then there's something there that you have to work on. Because staying the same, saying stuck, saying like, ah, estoy bien, caca, and maybe it would be for you. But for other people, like if you are eager to learn, eager to to, to see other places, eager to get to know yourself and, and just like do more, right? Then there's going to be moments that you're going to feel that you're going through an intensity crisis. But don't panic. <laughs> don't panic because that's the worst thing because then you're going to have an existential crisis and it's another topic. So I just wanted to share like one thing. So the first thing is like if you're going through something like this, it's totally normal. There's a lot of us out here, okay? The second thing is that if you're going through identity crisis, this is a sign that you're ready for growth, that you're ready for something bigger than what you've been experiencing at the moment. Number three is that number three is that if you're going to identity crisis, it's because you're seeking for more, you know that it's more and then you're tired of your own shit pretty much. Like you're just like this is not how I want to live. Like why am I feeling weird? Because I'm tired of the shit. Number four is that if we're going through an identity crisis, it's like we're realizing that we can create our own path. And that's amazing. It's not the path that our teachers, our, our family members, our friends think that we should be doing. It's our own path, whatever that means. At this very moment, I know that I... I really don't know what, it, it, it's not that I, I have something, oh yeah, I want to do this for life, you know? Like, I have a lot of interests and I I have come to peace with that. I don't feel uneasy. Like, I feel like, okay, if I want to do podcasting, I'm going to do podcasting. If I do want to do marketing as a full-time job, I'm going to do that marketing. If I want to talk about Bud Bunny, I'm going to talk about Bud Bunny. Like, I don't feel that I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. Oh, I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do that. No, I'm just going to do it all because I want to experience life. At the end of the day, I just want to experience life. I don't want to suppress myself from doing things that I want to do. I want to make my inner child, my inner niña happy with the things that I couldn't do when I was a child. I'm going to do it now in my 30s. Like, I don't care. I really don't. And people may call it a crisis, right? People may think like, oh, yo, you're in the 30s. You should be married. You should have a kid. You should have this, this, and that. I don't have none of that. I don't have a husband. I don't even have a boyfriend. I don't have a kid. Well, I have my dog that is my child. And 
I don't have a house. I don't own, I don't own a house. I mean, I, I live in a house, but I don't own a house. There's so many things that I don't have, like the people in the thirties have, some people in their thirties have, and I'm okay with that because I'm just trying to experience life. Like I want to have fun. And that's one of the things that I think that I had also in, in the summer, besides my identity crisis, I switched that to, you know what? I just want to live life. Call it whatever you want to call it. Call it that I'm going through something, that I'm an immature, I'm in a crisis, blah, blah. I, for me, it's that like I'm living life a period. That's it. So I want to invite you, whoever is listening out there, that if you're feeling uncertain, you're feeling like you don't have a, a path, that you, you just don't know what you want to do in life, and the, just, just keep experiencing life. Because experiences are going to lead you to the place that you need to be okay at this very moment you're the right place you're the right place but if you stay there because of fear you're not gonna go anywhere so just go out there experience life smell life indulge in life and it will take you to the place you need to be Anywho, my friends, I just wanted to share that. I wanted to update you with my thoughts and all that. I'm going to be releasing new episodes. I have a couple of people that I, I I need to and I want you guys to listen to because they're talking a lot of stuff, and especially on the on this um, Latino Heritage Month. Um, I have some authors coming up, and yeah. So if you have any questions, you have any questions or any topics that you would like for me to cover myself or with other people, please email me, um, Chisme the Matters, Podcast at gmail.com. And you can follow me on my uh, Instagram. Oh, by the way, I wanted to update you. That also happened. Facebook decided to um, suspend my personal Facebook and my personal Instagram uh, permanently. I also don't have WhatsApp. That's another another story. I made a video on my Instagram. So what I decide to do is to put to put everything on one hub. So the Instagram page for Chisem Matters doesn't exist anymore. It's Kim, it's Kim Flow. Literally, it's Kim Flow. And that's for Instagram and that's for uh also TikTok. So follow me on those. I'll be posting the episodes there. We're going to be having fun there. So so yeah. Anywho, with that being said, I want to wish you an amazing rest of the week whenever you're listening to this. And I just wish you authentic happiness, authentic uh, vibes and energy. And just don't forget to be yourself and love yourself. We're going to talk next time. Cheese and cheese and